0: Welcome to Self-Care Hacks, the short podcast for overwhelmed and stressed-out women who want to learn how to take better care of themselves. I'm your host, Anita Ojeda. I used to suffer from overwhelm and stress, too, but I've learned how to take care of myself and take care of others. You can, too. Want to go for a bike ride this Sunday? Pedro asked me sometime last week. Um, sure, I guess. Let me see if I can finish everything I need to finish on my list before I tell you yes or no. Well, fatefully, I finished everything on my list. It's been a hard month, and I was ready to break out and do something that wasn't work-related or blog-related. Why was it a rough month? Well, I got thrown a series of curveballs. First of all, on January 11, I tested positive for COVID. Fortunately, all I had was a low-grade fever for several days achy joints, and the inability to do much of anything. I kind of drug around for two weeks, and then I went back to school and was only there for four hours before I received word that we would have to send all the students home due to too many cases of COVID on our boarding school campus. So I had two weeks to kind of recover and relax and do remote learning with my students, On the way to pick up students so that we could continue with our third quarter, I got a phone call. More staff members had come down with COVID, and because of that, we wouldn't be able to open as usual. Instead, we brought back 24 of our students who needed the most help getting caught up with their work and who didn't have internet service so they could do remote learning. The last two weeks of February, I spent hanging out with a cohort of girls for 10 to 12 hours a day, I helped them do their schoolwork, acted as their dean, and hung out with them basically in the afternoons. It was kind of fun. It was a change of pace. But then I got my second COVID vaccine, which threw another curveball at me. I lost my sense of taste. I threw up. I had a higher fever than I had when I had COVID, and I generally just felt awful for about three days. Fortunately, it didn't last as long, but... It put me behind schedule in the blog posts for my Write 28 Days Challenge that I host every February. February, I did a 28 day series on how to improve your photography. And while it was a lot of fun, it was also a lot of work. Since I didn't feel well for part of the month, it was difficult to get it all done. So I was ready. I was ready to have a break. And so I accepted Pedro's invitation to go bicycle riding. When we arrived at our destination, Pedro wanted to pick a different trail. He wanted to go off the same old, same old route that we usually went. I thought, sure, why not? We'll celebrate. I got everything done for my right 28 Days Challenge. I've also been riding an inside exercise bike and doing live spinning classes several times a week. So I was interested to see if it had improved my mountain biking ability. And sure enough, it had. But unfortunately... That gave me more confidence than I probably should have had. About halfway through our 18-mile ride, I took a tumble down a rocky hillside and I ended up with a twisted ankle. Fortunately, I like to be prepared when I'm out mountain bike riding because Pedro's had a lot of mishaps. And so I was able to wrap my ankle and get back on my bike and finish the ride. Nine miles with a bad ankle. I survived, but I was really glad when we got back to the car. And then we had a three-hour drive home. That evening, after we went to bed, I couldn't sleep. Pedro brought me ice, and then he brought me Tylenol, and I finally fell into a fitful slumber late in the evening. The next morning, when I rolled out of bed and tried to put my foot down, I quickly jerked it back up. Something was definitely wrong. My ankle had swollen to twice its normal size, and any pressure on it felt horribly painful so I decided to go to the doctor where I live. The doctor means driving for an hour and a half to nearby Flagstaff, so that's what I did. I thought, oh, no problem. I'll be able to get home and do this week's podcast in plenty of time. Well, small town doctoring is different from big city doctoring. I was able to get into an urgent ortho care center, but then when the doctor ordered an MRI to see if there were ligaments or tendons torn. It took me an hour or so to find an appointment, and then I had to wait around town until three in the afternoon. I won't know until tomorrow what the outcome is, whether I just have a really bad sprain or if I've done more serious damage to my ankle. So, as you can tell, my month has not gone according to plan. In fact, this whole year hasn't gone according to plan. So, What do you do when life throws you curveballs? I think you have two choices. You can either let the curveball knock you out, or you can continue playing the game. This isn't the first time life has thrown both Pedro and I curveballs at the same time. You see, he had a minor medical procedure scheduled for Monday morning, so I got to drive myself to the doctor in Flagstaff while someone drove him to his appointment in the other direction. About five years ago, he shattered his clavicle while mountain biking. The day after he had his surgery, I had a minor surgery as well, but my minor surgery caused kidney failure. So while he was gimping around with a broken wrist on one side and a shattered clavicle on the other side, I wasn't allowed to do much of anything. We were quite the pair. I'll put a picture on the blog post of what we looked like. I took my version of the picture of the painting, American Gothic. Anyhow, back to the present. Here's what I learned about how to manage life when it throws you curveballs. Hack number one, do what's most important. Not injuring myself more is most important. So that means that going to the doctor or waiting around town for an MRI is more important than doing a podcast. Hack number two Don't feel guilty over things you can't control. I couldn't control that I wasn't prepared for all the podcasts in March. Who knew that the COVID vaccine would bop me upside the head? Who knew that I'd have a mountain biking accident? No one. And so there's no reason to feel guilty for not getting this podcast out on time yesterday morning. Hack number three, learn to ask for help. This one is really hard for me. I like to figure things out and do things on my own. My parents used to call me Little Miss Independent, but when you're walking around on crutches, you kind of have to learn how to ask for help. Yesterday, I really needed to do the laundry, and Pedro can't do the laundry because of his surgery. So I had to push the laundry baskets from the bathroom to the hall laundry area and sit on the floor when I loaded the washer and change clothes over into the dryer. But hey... I was able to do it, but when it came to putting the clothes away, there's no way I could carry nicely folded clothes on crutches, so I had to ask for help. Pedro and I managed to use some teamwork. I sat on the floor and handed the clothes to him and told him where they went, and he put them away for me. It took twice as long as it normally does to put away the laundry, but in asking for help, we were able to laugh a little together, and get the job done. I've also had to ask my students to do things like throw banana peels away for me or bring me things. And that's kind of humbling because usually they're the ones asking me for help. But at the same time, it's empowering for them. Hack number four, keep a positive attitude. We don't like it when life throws us curveballs, but there's no point in wallowing in self-pity or despair. I'm actually kind of having fun shocking people by telling them that I fell off a mountain. It sounds so much better than I tripped in the parking lot, and it's true. I have pictures to prove it. So, whatever you do, try to look for the positive in the situation that's happening. What's funny, amusing, ironic? How can you tell your story to make people laugh? Hack number five, learn to rest. This one is hard for me. I like to exercise. I like to compete with myself to see how many circles I can close on my Apple Watch. It's been a rough couple of months, but I am learning to rest. I'm learning to sit still, put my foot up, ice it, and just relax. I am getting a lot of reading done, which is wonderful. I'll be reviewing all the books I read on my Book Talk Tuesday blog posts. that you can find at AnitaOshita.com. I've read some really good books in the last couple of weeks. Don't forget these five hacks for handling life when it throws you curveballs. Hack number one, do what's most important. Hack number two, don't feel guilty over things you can't control. Hack number three, learn to ask for help. Hack number four, keep a positive attitude. And hack number five, learn to rest. I'll come back next Tuesday when I have my regularly scheduled podcast where I talk about the importance of teaching your kids about growth mindset. In the meantime, go to the show notes at anitaoheda.com/sch SCH041 and let me know what hacks you have for handling life when it throws you a curveball. Take care of yourselves, my friends. You are worth it. You can find me at selfcarehacks.net or check out the show notes for links to my social media accounts. If you enjoyed this podcast, take the time to tell a friend. Together, we can build each other up and teach each other how to take better care of ourselves. I'll see you here next Tuesday with more self-care hacks to help you overcome the overwhelm.